Hi, everyone, and welcome to the AGD podcast series. I'm your host, Dr. Wes Flakesley. We are blessed here at the AGD to have a team of volunteers who work tirelessly on our behalf to afford us with high-quality CE, court-protected credentials, top-flight annual meetings, and representation of our interests to the legislators in Washington. And these are just a few of the many benefits membership brings. Today, I am honored to have as my guest our newly installed president, Dr. Connie White, who will share with us some of her goals for 2020 over the next half hour. Good morning, Dr. White. It is so good to have you with us. Good morning, Wes. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for the invite. This is a very special moment. I've hosted the podcast now for 13 years, and I've never interviewed one of our presidents, so I'm very excited about this. And uh, you have a a great background and a great message, and I'd like to begin our discussion uh, with what made you become a dentist, and how did you get into dentistry? Tell us about your journey. Well, Wes, I have actually, uh, I think, a pretty interesting um, journey to where I am today. I, um, I, I grew up in a small town in southeast Missouri, and town of about 5,000. Perryville, Missouri was my hometown. And um, I, I was one of these kids that, um, that needed braces in the worst way, and mother and daddy couldn't afford braces for me. And it was sort of a um, a point of, of ridicule at school and, and you know, I kind of struggled as a young girl. And so my mother, in her wisdom, uh, went to the local general dentist's office and noted it's a general dentist, not an orthodontist, um, and talked with him about the possibility of braces for me. And of course, it was an expensive endeavor. So what they decided was that I would work for him. And every day after school, I would go up to his office and clean his floors. And all of this was going to be for a couple of year period while he did my braces and I would not be paid. And that was my my intro to general dentistry. So every day for a couple of year period, I went up and scrubbed his floors every evening after school and um, and got my braces done, which I'm ever thankful. You know, people take their smiles for granted, but but when you provide that kind of service for someone, it, it truly changes a life, and it certainly did mine from a lot of aspects. Um, he began to teach me about dentistry. He uh, eventually um, promoted me to working at his front desk and helping patients and seating patients. And then I was working in the operatory and doing some assisting for him. And so long story short, I ended up working for a period of probably about eight years for him, all the way through the rest of grade school and high school. And when I went away to college um, in Kansas City, Missouri, I would come home summers and continue to work for him. So I really was introduced to general dentistry from literally the ground up, and um, and it it made an impact on my life because I think I had an opportunity to really see dentistry from so many different levels, and uh, it made me appreciate not only what we do for our patients, but but really the hard work that it takes uh, to become a dentist. 
And um, I went to Kansas City really to go into dental hygiene when I left his office. And, um, and you know, I, I did get accepted into dental hygiene and, and spent about three days in the dental hygiene program. Not a lot of people know that, but um, decided that, that it was not for me and that I wanted to go ahead and pursue dentistry. So I went back and finished my chemistry degree and then pursued my DDS and then went on to get my um, graduate training in oral medicine and then have been teaching at the School of Dentistry in private practice for almost 40 years. So I, I have really enjoyed the entire gamut of my professional life, serving the academy, serving my dental students from all over the country. And uh, I counted the other day, I think I've taught nearly 10,000 students over a period of 40 years. So I really feel that I've been able to share really my love of dentistry and the AGD with folks all over the world. So it's, it's really been an awesome journey. That's a great story. Uh, similar to mine, actually. Uh, when I was a young teenager, I had a, a couple rows of crooked teeth, and my dad was laid off of his factory job, and we went to the orthodontist, kind of hat in hand, and the local orthodontist agreed to start my case without any payment. And uh, oh. I went back. I, I was so thankful. Dr. Ben Rubin, God rest his soul. I never forgot that. I would visit him every vacation when I was in college, every vacation while I was in dental school, and even after dental school. And I was honored to be in the same local component society yes. with him. So we, we share but similar yet, history. And I just love that. I love that. I love those kinds of stories. You know, this dentist that I work for was front row and center at my graduation from wow. dental school. They helped him down the center aisle and got him seated because by then he was, you know, he was in his eighties and, um, but, you know, I think, I think he was proud, you know, because he had, he, had, you know, he changed my life in so many ways. So it was wonderful. I think a lot, a lot of us don't realize the impact we have on our patients and, and our teams too, because, uh, you know, some of our team members, you know, leave us to, to go on and, you know, do, you know, bigger and better. And uh, I think we uh, sometimes undervalue the effect that we have on, the people that come in contact with us during our lives, but that's a great story. Now I know, in you know, in reading your 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 bio and your journey, you've done a lot with the AGD, and I'd just like you to kind of cycle through that because when I read it, uh, I have to tell you, Dr. White, my jaw dropped a little bit, and I was oh, wondering, my gosh. How, did you, how did you do it? You've got three children. You're married for over 30 years, like me. You've got three kids. How, how did you do it? Well, you know what? Some days are easier than others, and every any mother or father will tell you that. Some days you think, how in the world? How, how in the world am I going to get through this day? But you know what? As I always tell my dental students, how you do it is one day at a time. And you just try to impact or do something to make someone's day better each day. That's how I did it. And all of a sudden, I'm at the end of a 40-year career. Not at the end, really. Um, I'm, I'm still working full-time. Um, you know, I started my involvement with the AGD really as a as a very young faculty member. I was 27 years old, and um, the local AGD constituent called upon me because they knew I was at the dental school and I was a member, and said, "Hey, you know, we we would like to reach some of the dental students at your school about the AGD, and we're wondering if you would." Um, be our liaison for the School of Dentistry and really work toward impacting 
the lives of some of our dental students and, and really telling them about the AGD. So that was the only invitation I needed. They asked me once, and um, so I was off and running, and so I became the advisor for the local um, AGD student chapter at the School of Dentistry and really worked in that capacity now for almost 40 years. Um, it's so wonderful because I've had an opportunity uh, to be on the stage in the last couple of years when many of those students, former students, have crossed the stage with their fellows and masters. And it's just so rewarding because, you know, I introduced them to the AGD when they were in their 20s. So it's just, um, it, it's been wonderful. So I worked at the local AGD chapter in Missouri and uh, went through the ranks of, of different offices within the Missouri AGD. I was, oh, you know, I was membership chair for a number of years, and then I was vice president, and I ended up as president of the Missouri AGD. And that was just great fun. And I, I got to know so many wonderful dentists across the state that I would have never, ever met. And, and so I'm so grateful for that time spent because it's really an opportunity to connect with the people that, that are in your state practicing dentistry every day. And I learned so much from them. Um, and then, I guess due to some of my local efforts, um, I was offered the opportunity to serve on the National Membership Council uh, at National AGD and uh, served on that council for a couple of years and became the chair of that council for a couple of years. And then I was asked to serve as the um, regional director of our four-state uh, AGD region of Kentucky, Missouri, West Virginia, and Tennessee, and I worked in that capacity for six years, serving really all of the constituents uh, within the region, and then went on to be a national trustee, and I served six years on the board, national board of the AGD, and again, every person that I met along the way, I learned from. And you know, it's it's one thing to advocate for the AGD, which I've done my entire life, but the people you meet along the way it, it is really where the value comes in because you learn so much from these folks and and you can it, you can spe spread the the good word really about the AGD every day. So it's been uh super rewarding. Um, I served as secretary of the National AGD then. I ran for office and served as secretary and then ran for vice president. And the rest is history because once you're vice president, you move up. So I was vice president for a year, and then I was president-elect for a year, and then I became president. So I was installed on November the 10th of this year, and I can't believe it's February already. Uh, it's been busy, but, you know, just wonderful i've just enjoyed it so much so yeah that's kind of my story but i you know i really got my my roots at the grassroots level of of agd and that's really where it's at it's really with our members back home that's where the value of agd really comes in what a beautiful journey uh i could listen to that again <laughs> that's that's really, it's amazing. Uh, I was wondering, you mentioned people that you met along the way and uh, possibly uh, mentors. I was wondering if you could share with us, Dr. White, maybe one or two mentors who really impacted you on this journey, 
people that are, you know, kind of with you in the back of your mind on a daily or weekly basis that really changed you as a dentist? Well, you know, one of the early mentors that I had was one of our women presidents, and if she were standing here, she would be blushing, but um, Dr. Linda Edgar um, was one of our past presidents at the AGD, but I really got to know her when I was early in my national um, career at the AGD. She, um, she was serving um, in the capacity of membership and, and she was doing so many wonderful things in membership back in her, um, back in her uh, Seattle, Washington. And, and she was, you know, she was engaging members and, and really understanding the value of AGD. And, and, you know, she taught me, she taught me so much. Uh, she did become president of the AGD she served, um, you know, on the board for six years, and so I got to watch her from a distance, and and she really was such a role model for me. She really was because, you know, she she rose above a a lot of um, a lot of doubters sometimes, and she would tell you that if she were standing here, you know, there were people who who doubted her, but she pushed through uh, despite uh, some of her. Um, challenges that she faced um and and she really was wonderful and of course it's so inspiring when i hear from her today you know she she now is serving on the board of trustees for the ada and she really is is still in the forefront of dentistry nationally and and i still look to her because she she really um She's no nonsense, and she gets to the heart of, of what we're about. Another person that I really enjoyed getting to know throughout um, my journey was Dr. Jeff Cole. Uh, Jeff just finished his presidency of the ADA, but he was president of the AGD prior, and, and I watched him. He was treasurer of our association during the time that I was on the board, and then moved up into the presidency and, and went through all the ranks of the offices within the national organization. And, and just, um, just a wonderful role model. And of course, I'm still in contact with him, you know, almost daily and have just enjoyed his, um, his leadership and really his love for students. He has a real love for dental students. And that's, he's impacted them in so many ways, both at his grassroots level and nationally. And of course, I connect with that. Um, and so those are really two people that I've, that I've really uh, kind of followed in their leadership path. And, and they've taught me a lot about leadership, but more about being people and, and what it means to serve selfishly. Um, and so they're, they're just great great national uh, world leaders. We stand on a lot of shoulders, don't we, Dr. White? On our we journey? do. You know, every one <laughs> of us, you know, if we look back, all of us have those people who impacted our lives. And at the time, you don't even realize it. And I think mentoring and working with, with young people especially, you never realize the impact that you have on a daily basis. You never realize individual kindnesses that you extend 
will make a world of difference to someone, be it a staff person or a student that you're working with, a young colleague who's trying to find their way. Oh, so many of those individual experiences really build a professional life. And um, it's, it's so impactful. And we don't realize it as we go along our journey until we look back and realize no. what an impact well said, they all Dr. had. White. Yeah, very well said. Uh, we have a little bit of time remaining. I could go on for another hour, and I know you could too. But I was wondering if you could uh, maybe pick out three areas uh, that you want to focus on during your your presidency, three areas that you feel would be most impactful to the membership and also to the organization. Well, I will try to uh, move through these a little quicker than I did my history. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, um, I think probably one of the one of the primary goals of my presidential year is really to bring the AGD back to the constituent. And the reason I say that is that sometimes on this journey, you know, we all in our best efforts um, work at the level that we're at. And, and sometimes, and I'll include myself, sometimes we forget where we came from and what, what our value truly is. And so I think that the AGD could be best served by really bringing value back to the members at home. And in my presidency, I'm hoping to visit every single constituent. And I've already started on that journey. But I'm getting back to the people at home who do the day-to-day -day dentistry, the day-to-day -day advocacy, the day-to-day -day serving of their communities. That's where it's at in the AGD. You know, young people, often we talk about the fact that young people don't want to join organized dentistry. Well, here's what I'll tell you what I have learned from the young people is that they don't want to join just to join. They want to join if there's a purpose or a cause that they can work for. So I believe we need to get back to the homes where they live and the causes that they can support. Maybe oral cancer is our answer through the foundation, working to, to, to bring that message to the people in our communities and serving really the people in our communities and, and making them understand the value of continuing education of their dentists. These are the kinds of impacts that I think will make the difference in the value of AGD. We also are looking closely at, at some of the current issues that are out there in our advocacy efforts. And of course, both of us could talk for a long time about some of those issues. But I think all of us have to become more involved at home in some of these important advocacy issues. One of those is dental therapists and the impact that they could have on the quality of care that our patients need and deserve. Dental therapists are folks who are being pushed nationally by several private foundations who are working to provide another, um, another workforce model 
that could impact the care of our patients. These folks have a year to 18 months of training straight out of high school. They are providing care in our communities that is irreversible. And, and there's a number of states where dental therapists are, are legal at this time. And we are working diligently through all of our states to stop legislation on dental therapists. You know, if you wanna have good quality care, hire one of my dental students who has graduated from dental school and put them in some of these communities and have them provide the care. I know what it takes to become a dentist. All of us listening to this podcast do. And it's not a year to 18 months in a trade school program where you go out and do irreversible procedures. The other issue that I think is, is going to be coming before all of us is the issue of dentistry and Medicare. There's a number of folks at the national level who are whispering in the hallways about dentistry and Medicare, and it's getting louder. So all of us need to think about the impact of, of Medicare in our practices. You know, all you have to do is talk to a couple of physicians to learn the impact of that. And that's not to say that we don't want to treat our older citizens. Absolutely we do. But we need to work together in conjunction with our other associations to find alternate solutions to a Medicare program nationally that is hardly sustainable, even in medicine, much less adding the expense of dentistry to it. So those are two big issues that I think face us from an advocacy issue that all of us have to become involved in to, to maintain a sustainable model that all of us can live with and, and will maintain the autonomy of practicing dentists in their home communities. The other thing that we're working hard on at the AGD is we're working diligently to really closely look at our governance structure across the academy. You know, um, sometimes in, in our journey along the way, we continue to add complexities to a governance model that in all good faith, we believe as we go along the journey that we are improving things. Well, what happens is, at the end of the day, is that we look back at this governance model and we find it so complex that it gets in the way of getting good things done. So what we're doing at the Academy is we are looking closely at all of our governance structure from our presidential line to our, our regional directors, to our trustees, to our huge House of Delegates, is it still appropriate that we have so many people involved in the upper echelons of governance at the AGD? And this gets back to the question that I talked about with really our value being at home. You know, when you become too top-heavy, sometimes we lose sight of really the importance and the value of what our, our individual members bring to us. Because the upper echelons become so complex 
that I think we serve our local folks less well. And so we're working hard to, we have a governance evaluation review committee, which is really examining for this entire year of my presidency, examining every level of our governance structure to try to come to grips really with a model that is more sustainable, is more um, really a model that is has some more flexibility in its governance and one that will serve our members better. So we're working hard. We have a committee of folks um, who have been selected to work on that, and and they're 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 visiting every day. I mean, I'm online with them every day, and they're going to be working face-to-face -face in several meetings this year and trying really to get it right. So that will be some major changes in the academy over the year. And I hope that at the end of my presidential year, we will find that we have a structure that helps to serve our individual members better. So that's so just that's a few of the things we're working great, on. That's a great message. And uh, messages, I, I should say, uh, very inspiring from my end, I must tell you that. We have just a scant few minutes left, and I was wondering if you would take maybe one or two minutes and just just address the the recent graduate, the, the dentist who's just graduated maybe one or two years ago. What advice uh, can you offer to these these new doctors who are out there uh, in the field looking for work, associateships, and so on? Uh, just a few words for the new dentist. Well, you know what I always uh, tell my students every day, and I, and I mentioned it earlier in our podcast, and that is, first of all, take it one day at a time. Sometimes we become overwhelmed. It's easy to become overwhelmed, and we, we sometimes become paralyzed. I don't know, Wes, if you've ever had that happen where you have so much in front of you that you almost can't even get a list written because you don't know what to do first. I say take one day at a time and piece it out and deal with one small piece at a time. And that will help you to, to face some of the huge things that you're facing. You know, you're getting your family started, you're buying your first home, you're looking at your practice and all the complexities of that. The other thing I will tell you is that you always come out in the end if you just do what is right. Do what is right. Always think first about self-care. Take care of yourself. And the rest of it will all happen if you just take one piece at a time. But serve each patient like you would serve your mother or your brother. Serve each patient like you would serve your family. And, and at the end, you will build a wonderful practice because you did what was right. And just slow down. Slow down and always do what's right. And that will make all the difference in your day-to-day -day impact and do something really great for at least one person each day. Maybe it's your dental assistant who has been up all night with three kids and has come to work and is tired, be it, show a little extra kindness. Maybe it's the elderly patient 
who can't pay for care today, do what is right and serve each individual and make a difference for one person each day. And at the end of your life, you can look back and understand that you, you did the right thing and you served someone each day. And I think that that has to be our message to our young people because it's easy to become overwhelmed. Take one piece at a time. Do everything you can do each day for the job that's right in front of you, and then you'll sleep well. It's a great message. I'll tell you, that's a wonderful message. Very heartfelt. Thank you. It helps you know, me so much. It helps me. I talk to myself through these messages, Wes, because yeah. it makes all the difference in, in, in how sometimes we get through all the things we have to do. Be intentional. Look at the things right in front of you and serve someone each day. Well, Dr. White, I can't begin to thank you for the time that you spent with us today. This is, I'm really humbled, you know, because I know your, your travel schedule and plus you're working full time. Uh, these are great messages for, for all dentists in the, in the Academy. And, uh, you know, again, from my heart, I want to thank you for taking time out to well, do this interview you, with Wes. me. I'm so honored to be asked. Thank you so much. This is, um, been so lovely and and i want to thank you for your time because this is you know i i love all of our members and and always remember that if anybody needs anything they know where to find me in kansas city at the university dental school they can call or reach out to me anytime so i want to thank you as well well you're very generous and very gracious to offer that and i i hope some of the members after listening to our podcast will reach out to you with ideas they have or concerns uh, so I wish you a wonderful day, Dr. White. It was so outstanding to get to know you on a personal level. This is one of my goals uh, for the podcast for a few years. And uh, you have a wonderful day. Well, thank and I look you. Forward to meeting you. And thank you for your time. And we will talk soon. Thank you so much. <laughs> that sounds great. Thank you.